I've learned so many things just by expanding and opening up. Even though this is happening in life, I can't control what happens. Things happening are going to be inevitable. However, I can control how I respond. And self-awareness, that's how I kind of teach a lot of people about mental health or spirituality, either one, because of the fact that both of those require self-awareness. You know what I mean? Regardless of where you are in life, if you are the teacher or the student, self-awareness, knowing that you are not perfect, but you are not designed to be. You know what I mean? That it's going to be some flaws. You're going to ride the waves. You're going to have to learn how to ride with the waves. But at the end of the day, it's all a learning process. And through self-awareness, us being aware of what can I do to make it better? You feel what I'm saying? How can I change myself? Not why is life beating me down or why is this happening to me? But what is this trying to teach me in these moments? How can I grow from this? How can I use that internal tool to guide me into a better perspective if I feel like it's not going the way that I want to? I tell people all the time, it's either we can look at our glass as half empty or half full and the way that we perceive it is more of what we're going to attract because energy going to go where our attention flows at all times. So I could say, oh, I'm having a bad life or all of, you know what I mean? Like, it's feel like life is beating me down. Or I can acknowledge my feelings in that moment, but still say I'm not having a bad life because a bad moment doesn't make me have a bad life. This is Journey Free Podcast, a sacred space with Unique Serge, a multidimensional one who loves to meet life experiences and conversation. She inspires others to embrace their differences and encourages them to love themselves for the uniqueness that they are. Listen for candid conversations on lifestyle, spirituality, wellness, sexuality, and inspiration. All are welcome to converse, engage, and share. So come catch this vibe because it's a blessing. Hey Journeys, where y'all been? It's Unique and I'm back with another episode. So today I have a very special guest here with us on the show. It's Markeem and I wanted to bring Markeem on the show because one thing about it, two things for certain, when God tell y'all to do something, you gotta do it. You gotta listen to what spirits say and I just felt like this nudge on my heart when I was thinking about guests to bring on the show for season three. I feel like nothing happens by chance. Everything happens in divine timing and divine purpose and I just want to introduce y'all to this beautiful being their brand and what it is that they're doing for the community in this space I'm gonna share with you guys a little bit about their holistic healing company it serves the sole purpose of awakening your inner essence to shine your light on others the goal is to uplift and bring awareness to the wonderful experiences that can happen when you open up your own world Our intention is to both challenge and guide clients and students to open up their true essence by encouraging flexibility, strength, and alignment in their bodies and all aspects of their spiritual journey, bringing them out of their comfort zone and into their full being. We aim to support our community on their journeys towards peace, acceptance, compassion, contentment, and a deeper awareness connecting body, mind, and spirit. We all come with experiences biases perspectives that shape our beliefs and spirit we are all meant to be stars and come into the true abundance that is our birthright this community will help you learn yourself better than you ever have before are you ready to take that leap of faith into uniqueness in your own essence divine creations hey markeem 
Yes. Hey, hey, how you doing? Gosh, I love that. Okay. Let me tell you, it's giving me chills just reading it. If I cannot say that that encompasses everything that we believe here on Journey Free Podcast, I don't know what it is. Amazing. Yes. So thank you so much for taking your time, your space, your energy to come onto the show and share with the listeners about yourself as well as your experience and where you are today. I want to definitely dive into how you became to be but also a little bit more about your spirituality community. And we'll have a little bit of fun at the end. I love to ask the guests, where is it that you're from? So I am originally from Richmond, Virginia, born and raised. I started everything here, you know, but Richmond, Virginia is my hometown. Okay, so we got that in common. I want to know a little bit more about how it was that you grew up. Like, what was your family dynamic when you was coming up in Richmond? We could say two-parent household. However, You know, we all have our complications and things that we see in life that kind of elevates us to engage in the world in a certain way. Like the proud family. (laughs) Your mama did all the work and your daddy did all the complaining. (laughs) Come on, there you go. You got to say it, okay? You already know the vibes. You get it? The proud family. I can definitely resonate with that. My mom was also a very hard worker. She pretty much kept the family afloat if she didn't take care of it it would not get done so I resonate I resonate I resonate um tell me a little bit about how is it that you found your expression like how it is that you show up in the world how is it that you Mm. present from when we were in school you were different than a lot of people that was around us and I just Mm -hmm. wanted to unpack like how did you come to be to express yourself in such a unique way When you're in an environment that that's not necessarily accepted or something that people are used to. Okay, you know what? I really love the depth of that question because it allows me to really give a perspective. One thing that I've carried from now to then is that I've always been confident in myself. You know, coming from the family background and like you said, being that I'm different from a lot of people and I've always been outspoken, spontaneous, you know, like out there with it. It's like, I always had this this attitude of, it doesn't really matter who likes me or who doesn't, you know what I mean? It's just like, I can only be me. So I, I began to kind of mold myself around that. Like at one point in time in my life, in my younger days, before I was able to grasp what life was giving me, I was afraid, wasn't able to speak up like I wanted to or say certain things. So once I became able to, you know, knowing that I'm in control of me, then I started to speak up more and I was able to be around people that were even uncomfortable with my energy. Because I realized that sometimes, you know, everybody is not ready for everything and that's okay. They don't have to be. However, I don't have to dim my light in order to make other people shine. So that made me be more courageous, more strong, able to say what I mean and mean what I say and be in fear in my movement, you know, like not taking no for an answer from those experiences in life, being around people that, again, were not comfortable with my lifestyle, which was essentially making me not comfortable with myself. I learned at an early age, though, you know, around 12 years old, that just be you, regardless of what people expect, you know, regardless of how people go take it or how they'll view you, it's not up to them to decide who you can be or how you can respond. So that just made me be more free, willing to open up, willing to be vulnerable, willing to give off love 
love. Let people know that there are still genuine vibes, regardless of going through the mud, regardless of people outcasting you or shadowing you out. You know what I mean? Like you can still allow your light to shine, period. Absolutely. And let me tell you something. I feel like my parents branded me when they made my name unique and spelled it U-N-E-A-K. I promise you, I have always been like the outcast, found it really hard to get acceptance in certain spaces. But I also had that fear as well coming up, just kind of being out of the box, being a little weird or whatever people want to call it. And I just had to, through life, through experiences come to acceptance for myself because if I can't accept me baby who will and journey it's been a path I don't cross all the t's and dot the i's but what I can say is that I feel like people shunning me out of whether it's their groups their friend circles or whatever has really helped me see myself in the mirror and ask myself like are these people that I actually want to be with you know people who kind of diss you push you off to the side it helps you get a better understanding around like who is for you so with that being said I really, really want to tap into who would you say is or has been an integral part of your journey coming up? Somebody that you feel like has been um, a great positive impact on you, whether from the very beginning or up until this point, who is that person? Who are those people for you? Who's your tribe? would have to say my mom first of all because regardless through whatever like that's my tribe you know that's where I go to at any moment especially the moments before I learn how to guide myself but I also would say there is a nonprofit called change the world RVA they literally were in a very integral part of my life because when I was going to George with a lot of people didn't know what was going on with life or how I was getting back and forth to school and stuff like that. And these complete strangers, like they did not know me before this. They just came into my life and started to help make things easier. And like, and then it spilled over not only from my ending of high school, but it it spilled over into college as well. Because at the time I was going through adverse, you know, although everybody saw me as, oh my God, my team was this and that. Like I still had things going on. My mom was trying to make the ends meet. I was growing and learning at these times. And in those moments, it's like they picked up and started to show me things about myself, like pushing me further. You can do whatever you put your mind to, you know, like doing activities, making us engage in things that pull us out of the box of thinking how we usually are in that stagnant mindset or that things can't change for me. Like they definitely helped pull me out of that stage and like going to college for uh, a business administration. They made sure that they didn't just like wean off. They were there to guide me and help me when I needed some assistance at times and things. They were a big part of the process overall because essentially me staying in college is what really got me on my path of meditation and spirituality, you know. Mm, Which we definitely gonna tap into. We definitely gonna tap into that. And I definitely want to know like how is it that you came to that point in your life. How is it that you found those practices and everything? You did 
talk about some of the adversities that you did experience in your teenage years. Is there mm-hmm. anything that you feel like you want to share with the journeys that they might can resonate with in their own experiences and how you were able to overcome some of those things? A lot of the situations that I went through were traumas, like seeing domestic violence, abuse, not just from parents, but even with the kids, behavioral patterns from adults, like again, being molested, all of those things like built up my life to where I started to see things from a different perspective early. And I talk about it so openly now because at one point I was scared to express myself to people about it. But it's like, once I realized the depth of how many people go through so much and they look for that person that's willing to be brave and speak about it and let them know, like, regardless of the external circumstances or regardless of where we grew up, how we grew up, a lot of us being adults now is us going back to those moments. You feel what I'm saying? Those childhood moments, those traumas that molded us to now think and respond and do things the way that we do in our adult lives. So I do a lot of going back within my life to those traumatic instances and seeing what things that I still take from that. You see what I'm saying? What things are still a part of me? Where do I still need to release or let go some of this stuff? From those instances, again, that's really what motivated me to want to let people into my intuition or into my mindset the way that I think about things. Because like I say, you just never know who has the same story, but just not willing to be as open about it, you know? Yeah. And you speak a lot about courage and confidence. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say thank you so much for opening your heart to us and even like sharing just a glimpse of what it is that you've come from, what it is that you've been through. But Mm -hmm. it ain't about where you come from. It's about where you're going. So (laughs) let me tell you something. It ain't about where you've been. It's about where you're taking from what you've been. Okay. (laughs) You've said confidence and you have said courage multiple Mm -hmm. times and I have this little inkling that maybe just maybe what I'm picking up on might be a thing please tell me baby what is your sun your moon and your rising sign I am all fire I'm an Aries sun Leo moon Sag rising I'm all fire I'm all fire that at Leo go I've been trying to tell the Leos about this energy about this courage I'm also a Leo moon so we twins when it comes to that hello yeah yeah I felt the vibes I'm like them two C's keep coming out and it is not Chanel okay yeah Yes, ma'am. All of the confidence and courage, okay? Yes, big C energies, not the little ones. So (laughs) tell me, how is it exactly that you found your chart? Where did you get that from? What was it that came up for you that made you be like, I want to look into this a little bit more? So I actually help people like find their charts. But the way that I got into it was because astrology was a big part of my understanding of spirituality. I got into it from numerology, but from numerology, I started to in depth know more because all my life, I'm just like, okay, I'm an Aries. I would always go around saying it, but I didn't know it was so much depth behind, you know, how the planets were positioned at the exact time you were born and stuff. As I really started to like dive deeper in, I was going through these stages by my Myself, you know, so I was learning and I was as I was going and it was like I began to research stuff and like reading books and a whole lot of things that was changing my perspective. But when I ran across the, the sun, moon, it was always considered the big three. That's how I was introduced to it as the big three when I was reading. So, you know, it was all it was letting me know what what it meant that your sun placement is how you show up. You know, your moon is your heart, your emotions, your compassion, how you respond And your rising sign is 
how you are perceived from the world, you know? And it was like, once I started to see that, I'm like, but wait, I want to know what mine is. So how do I get this calculated? So once I started doing more research, it was telling me about knowing your, your place of birth and your time of birth. And like I said, I'm a per- I, I love to research stuff. So I'm looking it up and I end up coming across this app that I now use to this date that I've been using for years now. It's called Astro Matrix. And from that, not only was it telling me my sun, moon and rising, but it, would, it gave me my full chart. And then it would break it down into like certain categories of saying the emotions that could be arising, you know, based off of your specific frame. And I'm like, wait a minute, all of this just from, you know what I mean? My big three, my sun, moon, rising. Like, and like I said, once I started diving deep into it, I seen that it was things such as houses in it and, you know, like planetary aspects and conjunct, like all of these things that literally make up and have an explanation as to what's going on with you in this moment. It also ties into like, horoscopes and how people you feel what i'm saying it's like it's a whole just from those three big signs you literally like open up a whole door as to how to dive into you you feel what i'm saying why am i this way why do i encounter certain things your birth chart tells you specific instances in your life and you know like it it just started becoming like interesting to me like wow all of this just from me learning my sun moon and rising so Mm -hmm. that's really how i tapped into that part of it's like all these portals coming through and you just open one door after another door after another door the more you open those doors it's self-discovery it's Mm self-awareness helping you be able to navigate this thing that we call life in a way that is just like yeah stuff may come up but you can be better prepared around how is it that you can take on or not take on what's coming up for you that you already have and it's crazy that you're saying that because I actually just did a live on Facebook about that letting people know that like it's not about what we go through it's about how we get through it you feel what I'm saying life is going to always bring us obstacles and challenges and tests but we have to be willing to use the tools our intuition our, our internal GPS to help us navigate through that you know listening to ourselves the first time knowing that that gut feeling that we get like you just said earlier that you got that gut feeling to tell me come on here knowing that that gut feeling is actually our another sense speaking to us you know guiding us to say do these things to expand you or to get you close to what you want to get that tribe that you're looking for to get those people around you that you know you know what I mean so you can expand on another level From that, I mean, I've learned so many things just by expanding and opening up. Even though this is happening in life, I can't control what happens. Things happening are going to be inevitable. However, I can control how I respond. And self-awareness, that's how I kind of teach a lot of people about mental health or spirituality, either one, because of the fact that both of those require self-awareness. You know what I mean? Regardless of where you are in life, if you are the teacher or the student, self-awareness, knowing that you are not perfect, but you are not designed to be. You know what I mean? That it's going to be some flaws. You're going to ride the waves. You're going to have to learn how to ride with the waves. But at the end of the day, it's all a learning process. And through self-awareness, us being aware of what can I do to make it better? You feel what I'm saying? How can I change myself? Not why is life beating me down or why is this happening to me? But 
what is this trying to teach me in these moments? How can I grow from this? How can I use that internal tool to guide me into a better perspective if I feel like it's not going the way that I want to? I tell people all the time, it's either we can look at our glass as half empty or half full and the way that we perceive it is more of what we're going to attract because energy going to go where our attention flows at all times. So I can say, oh, I'm having a bad life or all of, you know what I mean? Like, it's feel like life is beating me down. Or I can acknowledge my feelings in that moment, but still say I'm not having a bad life because a bad moment doesn't make me have a bad life. And we kind of misconstrue that. It's such a difference between living and surviving. A lot of us are stuck in that survival phase where it's like, if I don't do this, if I don't work, if I don't blah, 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 like it causes a blockage from us achieving our actual happiness. It is a whole spectrum of things that align in a way that in the end, you understand the reasoning for the lesson because you understand everything and why it had to happen the way that it did. Yeah, absolutely. And it's up to us to get ourselves out of that victim mentality that woe mm -hmm. is me just keep going around and about in these cycles that's no longer serving us and mm -hmm. really being able to release and like you said on the live earlier choosing to be happy mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of us don't even feel deserving of happiness don't even feel deserving of pleasure and a big part of that is our self-worth who were you before people start telling you who you are I'm gonna tell you something about me that little girl who came out of my mother's womb you couldn't tell her a damn thing okay. she had all the gusto okay big chest energy whatever right. she wanted to do she did it she didn't have that fear nothing that told her in her mind that she could not and it's just like who were you before people started to tell you who you are and it's crazy. And now when we when we speak on that subject, it makes me think about a lot of the inner child work that I do with a lot of people too, and even with myself, because that's a big question that you have to ask. You know, who were you before you encountered the world? You know, before society said you shouldn't do this or this person told you not to be that. Who were you in your innocence of being childlike? And it's like, what is your happiness? Like, even when it comes to business, I ask people a lot of times, don't just start the business just because you want to, you know what I mean? Being in a business, what genuinely makes you happy? What can you do regardless of if you are making money or not? And that genuinely serves a purpose for you. Like it contributes to your happiness. We got to prioritize that happiness more. Like you just were saying, like a lot of times I don't think people even appreciate the fact that we have what we have or show enough gratitude because of the fact that once we get that, we chasing that higher dream or something else automatically instead of taking that time to sit back and grasp it in and understand what we just did and how we manifested it so that we can continuously do more of that. Absolutely. Okay, Journey. So we're going to hop into an ad break. But when we get back, I'm going to dive a little bit more into what Markeem's experience has been like with meditation, holistic practices, and starting a whole movement and brand and business about it. So y'all be tuned and stay tuned. Okay, so I definitely want to tap into your brand, your movement, what it is that you started from your own spiritual journey and how it came to be. Okay, yes, ma'am. So divine creations. Honestly, when I started off my journey, I didn't have people that I could turn to. I didn't have people like a, 
a tribe that I could talk to about the weird feelings that I was going through or the things that I didn't know what was going on. Like I just encountered this change and it was different for me. And me learning myself, I decided that I would be very authentic with my journey because I got a lot of backlash when I first started. You know, a lot of people like, you're going crazy. You know, this happened, that's happened to you. And honestly, <laughs> if you want to be honest, you know, that Leo moon, I really never cared. I ain't even gonna lie. Like I never allowed it to be like, oh, well, I shouldn't do this. I had doubts where I'm like, am I doing the right thing? I've never encountered nothing like this. I don't even know what I'm actually doing. So within me learning myself, it was like, I just started to be so authentic. The first time that I ever like felt the energy, you know, it was like, I, I just had to tell somebody, like, I didn't even know what, the, what, you know? So a lot of divine creations is just majorly me explaining my experience, showing other people that you can open yourself up to the experience as well through you tapping into your own inner essence. Because a lot of times, you know, when people will see a reader or somebody getting into like sage or crystals or whatever, sometimes it automatically presents this persona, you know, for itself that scares people away or make you feel like you're doing the wrong thing. So like I said, divine creation was to bring awareness to the positive aspects that are of spirituality. That is not what it's made out to be. That spirituality is more so just you finding you that you you look for this whole lifetime. You know, you finding that that true inner essence of what it means to be that best you. That's how I got this started. Yes, I love that. And it seems to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, it's a twofold type business. Mm -hmm. So on one side, I'm seeing event creation. And then on the other side, I'm seeing like impartation mm -hmm. through readings and things like that. So how is it that you find the balance when you have this duality in your business? Great question with that as well. Okay. I am such an Aries that I do great at multitasking already. However, the reasoning that it is that way, like two polar opposites is because with the event decor portion of it all, I started that because when I first started doing it, I did it because of the fact that, you know, some of my friends were wanting parties for their kids, wanted to make their big day special, and they didn't have the means to do all that it took. So I took it upon myself to find a cheaper way to go about it. And, you know, expounding. And then that turned in, actually into a passion of mine that through me healing myself, I was also, and being so authentic again with the world, I was showing others that it was possible that you can come from adversities, that you can come from being through situations, that you can come from being an outcast, black sheep, whatever the case may be, and still make it through. So regardless of if I got a party package or I got a reading, I got a venting session, regardless of what I have, my energy has to be together for me to give off that. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like I, I had to learn over time how to manage my time, like not giving off so much of me to just being like, oh, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can do this. Yes, I can do that. Like if I'm not in the mode to have enough energy, that's okay. You know, just saying like, I can't take on this project at this time or I can't do certain things because it's okay for us to slow down at times and pace ourselves with everything we got going on. So yeah. it'll just be finding a way for it to work with me instead of me working for it, you know? And that's a boundaries conversation for real, because mm -hmm. I feel like as light workers and empaths, we kind of have this heart for the people and we always want to be there and show up for everybody mm -hmm. and be everything for everybody. 
but we can't like we cannot mm-hmm. pour out from an empty cup so that's like so essential and so major just being able to choose yourself above everything mm-hmm. like the income will come the business will come your manifestations yes. will come. come you gotta Correct. take care of you. you and make sure your happiness is your priority by doing that, you already are attracting all of those other things, you know, like from doing the things that make you feel good and happy, you attract more abundance, you know, so it's like, why not? Like if things don't serve you, release. If things make you feel burdened, let it go, you know, invest in the things that invest back in you, period. Absolutely. Yes. So tell me, how is it that Markeem invests into himself, whether that's your physical body, your mental body, or your emotional? Okay, so how I invest in myself, for one, I had to learn to spend a lot of time by myself in introspection. Um, so in those moments, I do things like I, I, I set up a schedule that works for me, not a forced schedule like, oh, I got to do this by this time, or I got to have this done, like, no deadline routine, because then they make you feel like I don't want to do that. You know, it make you feel more like it's a chore versus you actually just existing. So what I do is I do things like I meditate. I do yoga. I love journaling, um, reading, sitting outside in nature, grounding, doing things that literally make me feel connected and whole again. You know, I write songs in moments where I feel like just things, again, that make me feel closer to myself. And a lot of ways from me doing that was, like I said, I, I had to go back into what did I like to do as a child before I encountered certain things, and you know, that I can incorporate into my adult life to make me feel that same childlike, spontaneous presence again. Has anything about your daily routine or um, the things that you put in or on your body changed since you have stepped more into your spirituality journey? Yes, ma'am. I'm going to be very authentic with this. I, A lot of people know I used to be a marijuana smoker. Heavy, okay? You know, I was always smoking and drinking. I think the best thing that I did for myself that I realized for my spiritual maintenance was stop. And now that ain't knocking nobody that do, okay? Because at the end of the day, you know, we all got our own things. But I just realized about myself that when I stopped and I started to fast regularly and stop feeding myself, like things that actually was harming my body and actually take care of myself, like do my practices regularly while also maintaining my physical body. It made me feel better. It made me feel like on a different level of ascension. I kind of like tested myself to see how I feel, even though it's like, okay, I can start and stop when I want to, I'm in control, but I tested myself to see how I felt while I was smoking and drinking and then how I was when I wasn't and I just stopped cold turkey. And it made me feel this deeper connection with myself. You know, it made me feel like more understanding, more clarity. I was able to get a lot more done. Procrastination was getting cut out of the way. Lazy, like things that I realized about myself, like if I smoke or something like that, I'm like, all right, well, you know, like I'll get it done at some point. It was like, I realized my ability to overcome a lot more when I wasn't allowing myself to smoke anymore. And it started because I felt like a lot of times I would use smoking as a way to suppress things or 
make my day feel better. It's like I'm having, I had a, Lord, I had a long day. Let me smoke. That was something that I used as my mental power to just be like, I like how I feel better without it. So let me just keep myself on this journey to where I know what it takes for me to be consistent and persistent in everything that I'm doing. I know what it takes for me to feel at my maximum potential. So that was, that's something that really, you know, made me view it in a different perspective of how serious it was. Because like I said, at one point, it, it, it was just like, I'm smoking like all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to give me a drink when I feel like my day bad or whatever the case may be. Like, so to be able to, you know, overcome that, not only was it like helpful for me physically, because I seen it in a different perspective, but also mentally, it helped me to unlock different levels of myself and see things in a different light. Honey, I'm 420 shawty, because uh, that's my okay. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and period, as you should be. And, and, and period, but um, <laughs> no, I've definitely had a very interesting relationship with marijuana. I think the first time I smoked, I was like 17. I was never really like a daily smoker. I kind of just saw it as like a socializing type aspect for me mm-hmm. so when I would go hang out with my girls we roll up we go out we party mm-hmm. and so I kind of associated smoking with community like you know how back in the days they used to sit around in a circle mm-hmm. and they'll tell stories and y'all be by the fire whatever whatever and so that's kind of like the connection that I felt with it I really connected with it in like this communal and social type way and then I realized mm-hmm. when life started taking friends away from me and when I would go through my periods where I would go to cold turkey and stop smoking I know for me one of the main uh driving forces for me to stop smoking is for me to just have that self-control like over myself Mm -hmm. to say like this does not have a hold over me I have a hold over it what I also realized about it was just that yeah, you can associate it with community. You can associate it with this, this, and that. But how is it serving you ongoing, on moving forward? Like, what is this helping you with in your aspects of your life? And so I started to cut back. I would just do it like on the weekends or I would do it when I got my cycle to like help my menstrual cramps. But I do love the science of marijuana. I'm really, really into mm-hmm. cannabis culture. I find that to be very interesting. I was like infused right. with the foods and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I'm a nerd. Okay, A1 exactly, and I love that. I love it. <laughs> yeah, very, very nerdy. And so I love the science of it. I still listen to the podcast, but I can definitely say that like since I have not you know been around certain people it has definitely cut back on you know me smoking and then Mm -hmm. also just thinking about different strains make you feel different things and Mm -hmm. you don't know your strain it could bring up a lot of stuff for you that like you wasn't expecting some of them put you on your ass where you be sleep all day Mm -hmm. some of them have you like paranoid is all get out so it's really about you know doing your research of course being knowledgeable but also so knowing like what works for you and what works for your lifestyle and just giving yourself room to grow giving yourself room to challenge why it is that you partake in these things and mm-hmm. having a greater understanding of that beyond just oh just because I want to because a lot of stuff ain't exactly. just because we want to and that's what I was about to say because excuse me, another thing that I realized was that a lot of the relationships or a lot of the connections that, you know, at the time, like, it lacked a lot of substance when smoking wasn't involved. Not every last one, but it was like, 
again, I, I had to start separating myself because I started seeing it in a different way. Like, and don't get me wrong, we all have our reasons as to why we smoke a drink. Because, like I said, I was smoking and drinking too. But it's just like I started wanting more for myself. You know what I mean? Like, and just because somebody smoked, that don't make them a bad person or nothing like that. No. Like I said, I'm a smoker too. I came from that. But it just made me start to see, like I said, things in a different perspective. Like, say, now, don't get me wrong. I could chill. I got my friends. I could chill with them. We could smoke them. We're going to talk about some very intellectual things. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we're going to utilize that to stimulate our conversation. However, it's like majority of of our community, you know what I mean, is, is smoking and things to escape a lot of reality instead of it just being, you know, so it's like for me personally, a part of my journey was like, I want to face the pain. I want to feel my emotions. I want to get in touch with myself to be able to be self-aware and say, well, even if something just, because I, again, I used to be that person that be like, as soon as I get upset or pissed off, I'm like, I need to go roll up or I need, you know what I mean? It turned into being that thing that I depended on to help me deal with my emotions versus me actually engaging in it. So like I said, once I started seeing it in that perspective, I'm like, it made me change my whole perspective as a whole. What is our substance underneath it? Like, what are our characteristics? What exactly does this relationship, friendship, situation, whatever it is that you're encountering in, how is it benefiting? You feel what I'm saying? Without just being like, oh yeah, let's just meet up and smoke or feel and vibe. Like, I want to know like how we advance in this well type of thing. That was my driving force. Like I said, not to make nobody else stop, but just for me to stop. Training my mental to be able to be, I know that I'm good. I know that I'm okay with experiencing the emotion behind whatever situation is coming up so I can learn from it and grow. And that was my way of doing that. And along this journey, along this path, growth is the most important. Your evolution is most important. Okay, so at the end of these episodes, I like to do a quick fire round. That's where I ask you a series of questions and you just let me know the first thing that come to mind. Okay. The first question is, what's the name of the last book that you read? Unfuck Yourself by Gary John Best. If you could choose any travel destination to go, where would you? Paris, Paris, Paris. That's my dream goal. Paris. Tell the journeys, what is your biggest turn on? Oh, biggest turn on is intelligence. Listen, there is something so intimate about intelligence, about someone being able to articulate themselves in such a way that not only do you understand, but you can learn. Being able to be the teacher and the student, come on. Okay. Yes, that is my yes. I love that. that. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely a person that's into like mental stimulation, having like mm -hmm. intellectual conversations. That'll get me before the physical. Correct. Real, real fast. Right. Because it's on another level. It's a higher vibration. It is. And with that being said, what would you say is your biggest turn off? My biggest turn off is people who lack substance. When I say this, I don't want to sound shallow. I'm just being authentic. People who don't have a passion or a goal or something to look forward to just like allowing life to pass by and like we all get our down moments but that for me is like a turn off because my energy is very like bright and positive so if if it's an energy where it's like you gonna always be down about life or you a debbie down to where every little small thing is able to get to you now don't get me wrong we can work through that but i'm telling you that is going to be one of my happy ways like oh my gosh it's okay you know life happens Everything is not always bad. Learn to find life out of the blessings and the lessons out of life versus looking at it like we can beat down. 
And if you could be remembered for anything, what would your legacy be? <laughs> you know, I like that you asked that because actually I already see that the legacy is being made and it's from me actually serving my purpose in authenticity, being able to help people through troubling times, being able to help people see things from a different perspective. But again, doing that strictly off of experience, doing that strictly off of my goal, my talent, my intellect, being able to talk to people through hard times. I think that's the one thing that I would love to be remembered for. Somebody being able to say, I helped them through a hard time to find themselves, you know, to find their light and help other people. I love that. Let the people know where can they find you once they come off this space. Okay, so you can find me on Facebook at Make Your Mark Creations, on Instagram at Make Your Mark Creations with a K. You can find me on YouTube at Divine Creations. Thank you. And let us know where is it that you will go from here? Expand a community of people where, again, we can continue to push out this knowledge about spirituality, or even if it's just not about what you believe in, push out this knowledge of freedom for people to be able to express themselves and be open and vulnerable in order to find their way through to their happiness again. I want a community with yoga, meditation, where we, again, have spiritual conversations. We have that intellectual talks that raise the vibration of us together. So a lot of people don't have to do it alone and feel weird about it. Yeah, creating that community, following through with it, showing up as your truest and most authentic self which is so important so integral in this life and I just want to commend you for everything that you are doing stepping into your power stepping into your confidence as you have been doing over the years you are truly setting an example and I'm just so proud of the person that you are and the person that you're becoming Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And it's vice versa. I really appreciate this opportunity. Again, I love everything that you are doing. And I wish you many blessings, peace, and abundance. And so it is. And so it shall be. Ashe. Okay. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. It is so. Okay, Journeys. <laughs> Let's thank Markeem for hopping on to the podcast today. In the show notes, I'm going to put all of the links down below. That's Make Your Mark Creations with a K or Markeem Williams on Facebook. All the links will be down there so y'all can engage and connect and see where they're going from here. I just want to say thank you to everybody who have come back to this show week after week, listening to the sound of my voice y'all support has been truly amazing and it really warms my heart shout out to all of our monthly supporters who give to this show on a consistent monthly basis your monetary contributions help sustain future episodes so y'all know what that means more amazing guests more amazing shows and one day down the line i could be coming to your city or your town so tell a friend to tell a friend about unique terche at journey free podcast i'm wishing y'all a happy healthy safe and vibrant week ahead i pray that y'all are living in your vitality your health your wealth and your abundance and until next time i will catch y'all on the next episode you have now been tuned in to journey free podcast where life experiences meets conversation i am your host unique tarche and i have brought you another episode